Hello, and welcome to the Italian Threat Intel Weekly Podcast for the week commencing the 9th of August, 2021. In InfoSec news this week, the Taiwanese motherboard maker Gigabyte has been hit by the Ransom EXX ransomware gang, who have threatened to publish 112 gigabytes of stolen data unless a ransom is paid. Gigabyte is best known for its motherboards, but also manufactures other computer components and hardware, such as graphics cards, data center servers, laptops, and monitors. The attack occurred late last week and forced the company to shut down its systems in Taiwan. The incident also affected multiple websites of the company, including its support site and portions of the Taiwanese website. Customers have also reported issues accessing support documents or receiving updated information about RMAs, which is likely due to the ransomware attack. According to the Chinese news site United Daily News, Gigabyte confirmed they suffered a cyber attack which affected a small number of servers. After detecting the abnormal activity on their network, they shut down their IT systems and notified law enforcement. While Gigabyte has not officially stated what ransomware operation performed the attack, reporting outlet Bleeping Computer has learned it was conducted by the Ransom EXX gang. When the Ransom EXX operators encrypt a network, they will create ransom notes on each encrypted device. These ransom notes contain a link to a non-public page meant to only be accessible to the victim to test the decryption of one file and to leave an email address to begin ransom negotiations. A source disclosed to Bleeping Computer a link to non-public Ransom EXX leak page for Gigabyte Technologies, where the threat actors claim to have stolen 112 gigabytes of data during the attack. In the ransom note, the attacker states, hello gigabyte.com, and include a link to the private leak page shared by the source. On this page, the threat actors claim to have stolen 112 gigabytes of data from the internal gigabyte network, as well as the American Megatrends Git repository. The confidential documents include American Megatrends debug documents and Intel Potential Issues documents, an IceLake DSKU stack update schedule, and an AMD revision guide. The Ransom EXX ransomware operation originally started under the name Defray back in 2018, but rebranded as Ransom EXX in June 2020 when they became more active. Like other ransomware operations, Ransom EXX will breach a network through remote desktop protocol, exploits, or stolen credentials. Once they gain access to the network, they will harvest more credentials as they slowly gain control of the Windows domain controller. During this lateral spread through the network, the ransomware gang will typically steal data from unencrypted devices and then use it as leverage in ransom extortion. Ransom EXX, however, does not only target Windows devices, but has also created a Linux encryptor to encrypt virtual machines running the VMware ESXi servers. Over the past month, the Ransom EXX gang has become more active as they have recently attacked Italy's Lazio region and Ecuador's state-run Corporación Nacional de Telecomunicación, or CNT. Other high-profile attacks by the ransomware gang include Brazil's government networks, the Texas Department of Transportation, Conica Minolta, IPG Photonics, and Tyler Technologies. The Lockbit ransomware as a service gang has published the name and logo of what's purportedly one of its latest victims, Accenture, the global business consulting firm with an insider track on some of the world's biggest and most powerful companies. Accenture's clients include 91 of the Fortune Global 100 and more than three quarters of the Global Fortune 500, according to its 2020 annual report. That includes e-commerce giant Alibaba, Cisco, and Google. In a post on its dark website, Lockbit offered up Accenture databases for sale, along with requisite jab at what the gang deemed to be Accenture's pathetic security policies. According to Security Affairs, at the end of a ransom payment clock countdown, a leak site showed a folder named W1, 
which contained a collection of PDF documents allegedly stolen from the company. Lockbit operators claimed to have gained access to Accenture's network and were preparing to leak files stolen from the servers, with the news hitting headlines late Wednesday morning Eastern Time after CNBC reporter Eamon Jarvis tweeted about the gang's claim that it would be releasing data within the coming hours and that it was offering to sell insider Accenture information to any interested parties. Yes, we were hit, but we are A-OK now, Accenture claimed. Through our security controls and protocols, we identified irregular activity in one of our environments, immediately containing the matter and isolating the affected servers. Accenture claims they have fully restored their affected systems from backup and that there was no impact on Accenture's operations or client systems. The group which threatened to public Accenture's data, allegedly stolen during this cyber attack, is known as Lockbit 2.0, as explained by Cyber Reason's Tony Bradley in a post on Wednesday. The Lockbit gang is similar to its ransomware-as-a-service brethren Darkside and Revil. Like those other operations, Lockbit uses an affiliate model to rent out its ransomware platform, taking a cut of any ransom payments which are resulted. Bradley noted that the Lockbit gang is apparently on a hiring spree in the wake of Darkside and Revil both shutting down their operations. The wallpaper displayed on compromised systems now includes text inviting insiders to help compromised systems in a worrying development, promising payouts of millions of dollars. Researchers suggested earlier this week that this could be an insider job, stating that we know that the Lockbit cyber threat actor has been hiring corporate employees to gain access to their target's networks. Cybel say that Lockbit claimed to have made off with a database of more than 6 terabytes and that it demanded $50 million as ransom. The threat actors themselves allege that this was an insider job by someone who is still employed at the company, though Cybel have deemed this unlikely. Sources familiar with the attack told Bleeping Computer that Accenture have confirmed the ransomware attack to at least one computer telephony integration, or CTI, vendor, and that it is in the process of notifying more customers. Threat actors have been actively exploiting a critical authentication bypass vulnerability impacting home routers with the Arcadian firmware family in order to take them over and deploy the Mirai botnet malicious payload. The vulnerability, tracked as CVE-2021-20090, is a critical path traversal vulnerability rated 9.9 out of 10 on the vulnerability scale in the web interfaces of routers with Arcadian firmware which could allow unauthenticated remote attackers to bypass authentication altogether. These ongoing attacks were discovered by Juniper Threat Lab researchers while monitoring the activity of a threat actor known for targeting network and IoT devices since February this year. Vulnerable devices include dozens of router models from multiple vendors and ISPs, including ASUS, British Telecom, Dutch Telecom, Orange, O2, or Telefonica, Verizon, Vodafone, Telstra, and TELUS. Based on the sheer number of router models and the long list of vendors impacted by this bug, the total number of devices exposed to attacks likely reaches into the millions. This security flaw was discovered by Tenable, which published a security advisory back on April the 26th and added proof-of-concept exploit code on Tuesday, August the 3rd. This vulnerability in Arcadian's firmware has existed for at least 10 years and has therefore found its way through the supply chain into at least 20 different models of 17 different vendors, according to Evan Grant, Tenable's staff research engineer. Since Thursday, Juniper Threat Labs has identified some attack patterns which attempt to exploit this vulnerability in the wild, coming from an IP address located in Wuhan, Hubei province in China. The threat actors behind this ongoing exploitation activity use malicious tools to deploy a Mirai botnet variant similar to those used in the Mirai campaign targeting IoT and network security devices discovered by Unit 42 researchers back in March. 
The similarity could indicate that the same threat actor is behind this new attack and attempting to upgrade their infiltration arsenal with yet another freshly disclosed vulnerability. The short amount of time between the proof-of-concept code being released and this vulnerability being actively exploited is yet another reminder just how quickly threat actors can incorporate these proof-of-concept releases into their existing threat profiles. Thank you very much for listening to the Italian Threat Intel Weekly Podcast. Please do not hesitate to contact us should you have any questions regarding anything outlined here, and thank you very much for listening.